Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Well, good evening. It's me, Will. Anybody else? <laughs> yes, but we're now rec- on recorded, and we've got the call. Okay. Who all is on? That's Ron Bartles. Steve? Oh, Ron Bartles. Yes, welcome. This is Will Christensen. I'm acting national chairman. Howdy. I'm glad you could make it. Uh, we were having a phone problem up till about 30 seconds ago. Yeah, we well, on the call. Yeah, I just kept trying to like after. Yeah, well, it it finally came on. Okay, well, we're we uh, open with prayer. Nyla, would you give us an opening prayer, please? Um, well, I got a house full of kids oh, and okay. grandkids. That <laughs> you better have somebody else do that. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Well, then I will give the invocation. All right. Our Eternal Father, in gratitude we bow before Thee, thankful for the many blessings that Thou hast given unto us, for the free lands that we have, for the founders that have set up this wonderful form of government for us. We are grateful for the sacrifice of our Savior, Jesus Christ. We pray that Thy blessings and Spirit may be with us as we work this night in this conference call. May thy guidance and blessings be with us in all that we do, and may our families be blessed by our efforts. We ask these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Okay, who's on now? Steve. Steve? Kelly. Kelly? Good. Good. Okay. Uh, we have more, I thought. We have a pro-life. Is that you? Uh, we have West, we have Idaho, Western Washington State, oh. and Northern Arizona. Arkansas. You got pro life. All right. Okay, in Washington. Someone there from Washington State. Oh, Arkansas. Oh, all right. Oh, that must be what it says: Central and Northern Arkansas. <laughs> okay. Uh we have uh Nyla Judd who is a Western region Western area coordinator who has uh gotten a proposal from uh our California coordinator on the division of the states into more manageable numbers. So uh, Nyla and Nyla must leave soon, so we're going to have her give her report uh, as soon um, as possible. I contacted uh, Kathy McDonald. 
ask her if she would divide this to out there. Somebody's beeping through on my home phone. Just a second. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, I asked her if she would consider dividing California up into districts, um, and she did a good job of that. Um, I forwarded that to the, is it called, executive ma- uh, committee we had on Monday night. Uh, I can read to you how she broke these districts up if you'd like. She put a, a first district, at the con- congressional districts, one through seven. Number two are districts nine through 19, excluding 16. Number three are districts 20, including eight and 16. Number four are districts 25 to 30. Number five are districts 31 to 40, excluding 36. And number six are districts 41 to 48. Number seven are districts 49 to 53, and including 36. So she says she's going to um, uh, contact representatives in each of those areas uh, and get the party registered in California and help those people manage that large state that she's working with and hopes that this will solve her problem of having too much to deal with. Well, I think that will be helpful for uh, the large states like uh, Ohio, New York, Texas, Florida, and so on. Mm -hmm. So uh, with that uh, as a pattern, maybe that uh, will give some some of the rest of the state coordinators some ideas. Thank you, Darla. Now I can... You bet. I can forward this to the rest of you if you'd like to see it, but it's it's just her numbers of where she broke it down. Oh, Steve, I think you've got that. Why don't we uh, forward that to the rest of the executive committee and uh, let them take a look at it? Okay, I'll do that tonight. Thank you, sir. Thank you, right. sir. Okay, Will, I'm going to tend to my grandchildren now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And thank you, Nyla. Okay, we'll for, talk to you later. Uh-huh. For all your help. Okay, Doc. Bye bye. Okay, we've uh, okay. Our announcements. Anybody, anyone who wants to run for office, we send them to foundingfathers.us so that they can follow the instructions and uh, uh, learn what needs to be done to uh, run in the IEP. Uh, we will be having our national committee meeting on the November 7th, which will be a Saturday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time, uh, and that will be, uh, let's say, noon Eastern Time and 9 o'clock for California and the coast. We will also be having a, a convention. Uh, where we will be uh, uh, nominating and electing a president and uh, a national chairman. So, uh, Mr. Bartles, uh, would you like to introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? This is from Arkansas. Right. I'm a... Former chairman of the uh, Conservative Party of Arkansas, I was a founding chairman, and uh, uh, pulled out of that when they started backing uh, Romney for president. Uh, as did a couple other chairmen. 
Uh, and uh, I've been in politics for 47 years, uh, never as a candidate, always as a candidate coach. And uh, I have used systems, uh, one particular system called a kiosking system to help candidates win office. And uh, I think that would be the strong suit that I can bring to the organization is a, a kiosking system uh, brings us in front of the public on neutral territory. It helps us raise uh, front-end money. It helps us raise clean money, no political action committee money. And uh, it allows the campaign, the candidate, or the party to recruit many new members. And when they come in through a kiosk system, they already know how it works. They find out it's very, very simple, and they're able to replicate it. That's part of what makes it so successful. And my philosophy and experience in politics is when you get someone interested, is uh, you ask them if they're in agreement with you. Second thing you ask them is, do they support what you're doing? And the third thing you do is ask them for money. And it's very, very important for to ask people for money regardless of how little it is because people uh, follow the, wherever they put their money, that's an investment, and they will stick to that for the most part. Also learned in uh, campaigning that uh, when you talk, go door-to-door and talk to people door-to-door that uh, voters are liars. They will, you're on their territory, not neutral territory. They will say anything they have to to get you off their front porch. And uh, so you could be out campaigning all day long and visit 30 homes and maybe you picked up two votes. That's a lot of work for two votes. Where if you're working a kiosk, you might come across 60 or 70 people. They came up in neutral territory they listen to the, your presentation about your campaign or political party. And uh, most of them that are interested join right on the spot, and those that aren't leave, and it's a pretty neat way to go. So that's an overview. Uh, I looked at the, the uh, political party campaign website. I could have, uh, a lot of the words that were on there, it's like it came out of my mouth. It's just it's what I've been talking about for years, and uh, so I'll turn it over to you guys to ask questions. That's just a brief overview. Thank you. Thank you. Now, is your first name Ron? Yes, it's Ron. Okay. R-O-N. Well, I think you've met Steve Pankratz. And pro-life. Yeah. And uh, Kelly is on. Kelly Knighting. Greetings. Are there any uh, any questions that we have for Ron? How soon would you be available? <laughs> well, I was thinking uh, pr- pretty quick. I... Uh, 
I guess I have some, some documents I tried to fill out today online, and there was a little glitch in the website. So I don't know that I got anything through. I This is Steve Pankratz. I just flew back home uh, today. Uh, from from, and so I'm back in New Mexico. And uh, I can send you out the information I promised you uh, a little bit later tonight. All right, that sounds good. So far, I think we're a go. Well, excellent. All right, any anything else for uh, our new uh, state coordinator for Arkansas, Ron Bartle? Yeah, it's pro-life. Come ahead. Go ahead, pro-life. You there, pro-life? <laughs> Maybe you got put on mute. No, shouldn't be. He, he might have unmuted himself, and then it really muted himself. Well, we do have some problems with cell phones out west uh, having a mind of their own. All right, we'll hold on pro pro life. Well, now. I have a uh, I have another question for uh, Mr. Bartles. Uh, yes, this is uh, Steve Pankratz again. Um, we really need experienced leadership, uh, not just only in the states, but in our executive committee as well. And um, I wanted to propose to our executive committee uh, to have you participate in our executive committee and and help um, organize the state coordinators so they can become more, excuse me, more effective. Okay. Now, I've also... uh, this past few days, I've been uh, looking on the internet, and I see that you've written uh, several blogs and, and articles in the newspaper and, and so on. And I like your, I really like your uh, way of writing. Uh, would you mind doing some articles for the Independent American Party? Oh, I'd love to. Is, is that your passion? Yes. Okay, kind of thought so. You, you you come across very well, very level-headed, uh, very clear. Well, I love good. My, I love my country, and I I just I can't stand losing. Great. Well, Is pro life back on? Pro life. Not there yet. Hey, we've apparently lost Idaho. All right. Uh, Well, uh, any uh, discussion on that uh, suggestion of uh, Steve Pankratz? What do you think, Will? In that case, yes. This is is Wayne Hill, and I... Certainly, what I've heard so far, and, and will second or third that whatever needs 
I think it sounds like he's uh, gone the right way, and particularly when he caught on that Romney wasn't the the answer. That's the problem, one of the problems. So that's good. I like a guy who knows where he stands and he gets out of things when he's involved in them and realizes they're wrong. So anyway, I'd be support that. Okay, well, we'll uh, we'll go ahead and make you a ad hoc member of the executive committee. Uh, so that... Uh, that's uh, pro-life. I... <laughs> oh, pro-life is back with us. Go ahead, pro-life. I had to turn some water on, so sorry. Um, well, I, uh, no, I, I, I talked to Ron a couple times, and uh, I think he's our, just our kind of a guy, so uh, whatever he, he would like to sign up for, he can, and I'll support him. Very good. All right. Thank you. Okay. Oh, he, he likes just, contracts, so maybe we, ought to, uh, sign, maybe we ought to make him sign a contract about how he's going to do this. <laughs> I love contracts. It keeps the air clear. Uh, well, all right. Any uh, anything else on uh, on uh, Ron or Arkansas or anywhere? We're, uh, we're ready to go on. All right. Uh, next item on the agenda is secret ballot by. The internet, uh, Steve and Kelly, have we got that ironed out? Uh, yes. Is, oh, oh Steve, ahead, Kelly. I don't have any information. Yeah, if someone tells me what voting items there are, like if uh, Jared can email me or something, uh, then then I can quickly put them in, and it should be done in about fifteen minutes. Okay, and does then, that have to be done for each uh, each ballot, or once they're in, they're in? Well, each voting item, and then uh, Jared can be online and he can see how we voted. But it would be anonymous, and it's only going to take 15 minutes for every voting item. Just, uh, you know, once you know how to do it once, you can do it real easily, so... No matter how many voting items, it's only going to take me 15 minutes, and then I can stick it up there. And I can probably have an example next Thursday for the meeting. Okay. All right. That sounds good. Uh, Fusion, and anything else on secret ballot? Okay, Fusion in Utah. Uh, Kelly, how is that working? Well, I, I emailed about seven people that uh, expressed interest last time in January about it, and uh, they. I had one reply, and it was negative. He said I, he he wouldn't agree with it, and he doesn't want to sponsor it. I also emailed Bryce Hamilton, Constitution Party, and he's he's busy doing other things, but he says he hasn't forgot about that issue and so maybe that would work but uh, I think I'm going to just email again everyone in Utah and uh, and see if I get any bites like I did before okay all right so no uh, not uh, so far we have no state 
legislators that are willing to uh, promote that. Sponsor. Yeah, I, I emailed the seven, and none of them emailed me back except for one, which was a negative response. And so, well, in Utah, they are uh, the state legislators are a little bit busy with the. Uh, there's an Obama vote, uh, Obamacare vote coming up, and uh, apparently it's a it's a really uh, high-strung issue uh, in Utah. They may be quite busy right now. Wow. Okay. So uh, that's uh, uh, we may be able to get a, some information in the next couple of weeks on that. Okay. Uh, area reports. Uh, Scott, are you with us? Uh, we'll have then uh, from the South, Steve Pankratz. Well, as uh, many of you know, I've been on uh, vacation. Uh, my mother celebrated her 89th birthday up in uh, Oregon, and uh, I've been gone all week. Um, the only thing that I've been able to do is talk to Mr. Bartles, and uh, I, I am very excited about him coming on, and uh, I know that he'll be a, good, a very good asset to our to the Independent American Party. All right, thank you. And we've heard from uh, Nyla from the West. So uh, there will be a state coordinators meeting on November thirteenth, Friday at 6.30 Mountain Time. So uh, that'll be, uh, for Ron, for you, that'll be about 8.30, I think. Uh, okay. Arkansas is in the, in the eastern zone, isn't it? No. Oh, you're in the central? Central. Okay. That'll, that'll be 7.30 then. Very good. Um, anything more on area reports? Uh, on the uh, Article 5 Convention, which is the next item on the agenda, uh, we uh, should have a, an email going out next week to all our members on this, uh, requesting their, their help on this Article 5 Convention. Uh, we had a Expo in Salt Lake City last weekend, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, I was there for about 24 hours of it, and uh, it was very successful as a trial for the two-year plan that we proposed and, and prepared for that expo. Financially, it was not, unfortunately, but uh, it, was, uh, it was successful in... Uh, in gathering uh, a number of people uh, uh, in uh, three other states other than Utah. So our goal for the 2016 legislative session is no new calls and rescind 10 of those calls. Any comments on the Article 5 uh, convention? Uh, I, this is Steve. I have a question. Uh, do we have all the electronic uh, uh, booklets and things available uh, 
are those things ready to go? The trifolds, booklets, pamphlets, uh, and and DVDs. Uh, oh. as, as far as I know, they are. Uh, Steve, are you asking yeah. the question? Yeah, that I, yeah, I'm asking the question. Uh, I put them in electronic format. So uh, are they now in Patricia Kent's hands? Uh, Patricia is uh, was only uh, working the uh, expo in Salt Lake City, uh, and uh, that uh, she uh, she got the tr she got that trifold into electronic uh, uh, format format. Thank you very much. Uh, you young guys have to help us old guys with the technology. Uh, so uh, that's uh, uh, that. That part is done. And uh, Steve, you've you've got several of the articles uh, in electronic format. So uh, and uh, and we've got uh, a couple of videos. So I think we're we're ready to start on this uh, project uh, next week. Uh, well, this is Steve. I think that um, we need to put all that electronic uh, brochures on a website, uh, either our our website or a Google Drive or someplace on the cloud, so that people can access it uh, no matter where they are located. Well, and, as, and, as we put a. Uh as we put uh, a, uh, I, I don't know what the terminology is, but a, a place on the website for it, can't we then uh, say we have this thing and give them a link to it and that thing and give them another link to it? Yes. Uh, uh, perhaps just a list with maybe two or three sentences that would describe what it is so they'll know what they're getting. And uh, uh, we've got, I think, probably somewhere in the neighborhood of, of eight or so pieces of literature that are in electronic format. And uh, I, how we're going to do that, that's not up to me. Yeah, I, I need some help from uh, with Kelly. Uh, I'm not very familiar with WordPress and how to edit that like he is. Yeah, I'll help. Great. Great. Anything more on the uh, uh, Article 5 convention? Okay. Uh, Fundraising Wayne Hill. Uh, Wayne is probably driving home from work right now and in a dead spot, so we'll table that and come back to him. No, I'm here. Oh, there you are. I just yeah, I leave him tomorrow for California for my annual training in the morning early, so I'm just trying to get ready. Oh, okay. 
Anything I, to report on that? Just uh, lots of ideas again. Still, um, I like to get with the new guy. He sounds like he has some ideas that would be very helpful in the kiosk. I'm familiar with them, and that sounds good. If we have any suggestions from anybody, I can put them together. I've just been pretty tied up. I'm going to be tied up during the state meeting and the national meeting, so I'm messed up here pretty good. But next year I get some new vacation time, so maybe I can be involved again. I used it all on the summit, so I don't have any time off until next month. All right. Anyway, well, uh, 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 Steve, will you... send me his, his number or something? And yeah. Send one uh, Ron's in information, and when you get back, or if you have a break while you're in training, you can con make contact and uh, pick each other's brains. To. Sounds like a good man. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, anything more on fundraising? All right, presidential candidate Edwin Vieira. Uh, we, I think we've had uh, a couple of discussions with him in the last week or so. Uh, what do we have on uh, there? And when is our fast? I don't think anyone has contacted him this week. Oh, okay. Um, but I'll contact him to see how he feels as we get closer. And uh, maybe uh, Steve... Do you think you could contact him this week? Uh, uh, this next week, yes, I can. Okay, that'd be good. And then maybe I can contact contacting the week after and and see how he feels. And and we could have a fast. I would propose a week from this Sunday. A week from this Sunday, uh, which would be the, here's a calendar. It would be the twenty fifth. Which is uh, about a week, a uh, little less than two weeks before our meeting, our national committee meeting. Uh, Ron, we uh, we uh, from time to time uh, have a prayer uh, uh, prayer issue, uh, something that we, uh, as an executive committee, pray about. And if fasting is a part of your religious observance, we would. Uh, I invite I you to fast with us as well. I, I'll do that. All right, sir. Uh, That's so we'll, we'll be doing that then on the uh, 25th of October. Uh, Kelly, why don't you uh, uh, lay out what perhaps what we have to uh, or what we uh, might be fasting for? And... Well, I've concluded in my mind, and I, I think we're united on this, but I'm not sure that Edwin Vieira would be the best presidential candidate that we could ever hope to have. He would bring popularity to the party. He's sound. He's uncompromising. He is all for everything that we we stand for. And we've quizzed him and talked to him many times. And, you know, Steve, feel free to, when you talk to him, that usually the things that we're worried about is is someone too far into the anarchy area in other words libertarian party people believe that uh, 
abortion is okay and homosexuality is okay and all these things that, that they are not the proper role of government and we believe that they are the proper role of government. So usually when we talk to our presidential candidates that those are the issues we don't want someone to represent us that doesn't represent us. And so we I would just fast and again I brought this up before but I doubt the Republicans if you take all the Republicans in America, maybe zero of them will fast for their candidate. If you bring up the Democrats, I think for sure zero will fast for their candidates. And, and we're talking about millions of people. None of them going to God and fasting for that purpose. And then when you t- when you bring up like the Constitution Party, I still believe that very few, if any, will will fast. And in this party, we think differently. We have God in the picture. We don't look for solutions outside of God's wisdom. And we know that if we are ever going to come back from where we are now, it's going to be because of God-fearing people who pray and who fast. And so... I am resolved to believe that Edwin Vieira should be our presidential candidate. That's what I'm going to fast for. If you want to fast that we select the right presidential candidate because you don't have the conviction that I have on Edwin Vieira, I think that would be an appropriate fast. But regardless, I think this uh, the 25th would be a good day to have a united fast for this purpose. Excellent. Thank you. I think either either one of those uh, things to fast for would be appropriate and get the job done. Now, that Dr. Edwin Vieira, he's the Ph.D., J.D., and the uh, leader of the Virginia Land Rights Coalition. Is that the right one? Yes. Yes. Okay. He's been on this call several times. Okay. Very bright individual. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Kelly, for that. Uh, anything else? More on the uh, presidential. Uh, this is Wayne. Did uh, I? I agree wholeheartedly. But I've never heard Edwin say that. You know, uh, that he was ready to do that. And I know he said find out and make sure everything's right. So I'm just wondering if we have a backup plan, if he just flat out says no. And I don't know if anybody, uh, listen, I don't even know if she would be a good candidate or not, but uh, listening to her, I think she would be worth pursuing, and that's that uh, Karen Hootie. Did anybody listen to her? I sent it out to most all of you uh, about... She was over the World Bank. She has it down on who the Federal Reserve is and everything. Does anybody have a chance to listen to her? I've listened to her three times on Kate Daly, and Kate Daly is an interesting person. She used to be very much the Republicans are going to save the Constitution and everything, and, and she wasn't into conspiracy anything. 
now she's totally into conspiracy and everything is is provable. She doesn't call it a conspiracy. She calls it facts. And she has nothing but people on her program every day that talks about the answer to um, to all these things. And she had this lady on who is a, a World Bank head attorney over them. And she found out after 20 years that they were corrupt and they were destroying everything. And so she got fired, but she's filed charges against Obama and Biden and lots of others to take away. So they, she says they don't even have the right to buy a car now and stuff. So if you haven't listened to her, you ought to listen to her. And then if anybody thinks that we ought to kind of maybe pursue her or somebody else for a backup, I mean, I love Edwin, but he won't get on a plane, and and he's uh, he's pretty much dedicated to, to doing his books and stuff. So I hope that we will have a backup plan. I would hate to see us not have a viable candidate. Has anybody did anybody listen to her for twenty eight thirty something minutes? Actually, about forty. Wayne, you're having an awful squeak on your phone. Uh, could uh, could you send that to me? This is Will. Uh, well, I, I just had I had it up against. Oh no, that's something, it's still there. I don't know why. Is it me? Yes, it is. Let me let me take it off the speaker, and and say that again. Let me. Okay. Oh yes, that that's is that better? Up. Is that better Thank now? You. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was saying that I think that Edwin Vieira is would be awesome, but I never have heard him say that he would get on a plane and really pursue this. So I'm just saying, if we if he doesn't do it, do we have a backup? And I suggested that we look into various people, and and I don't even know if she is or not, but I sent out. Uh, information about her speaking on Kate Daly's show here, and Kate was just a save the Constitution by Republicans, and now she's totally changed that to she goes after every conspiracy, and she proves they're not conspiracies. She has people on that show that the towers were hit by Bush, and how he did it, and how the government did it, and backs backs it up. If it's still doing it, is it? Can you hear me okay or not? Yes, we've we've heard you now twice. Uh, would you uh, send that to me? Uh, because I, I did. I I sent it to you last night. I sent. Oh, okay. Out to about everybody last night, so everybody should have had it. And oh, okay, I, great. I'll I'll I, look at that. I think Thanks. that it's it's awesome because she she's just like G. Edward. She understands now because she worked for him, the Federal Reserve, how evil it is, and. Uh, it's really an awesome. I've listened to it three times. I listened to Kate and Kate, like I say, was pretty much a Republican. Who's going to save everything. And now she, I think, has woke up and flat out says that they are no different than the Democrats. So she's had some excellent people on, and uh, Glenn Beck has hired her now to do a program, and he's. The, somebody told me the other day that he's going to give her a TV spot in his organization on fire. So he's the blaze and different things. Anyway, 
I would hope he'd have a backup plan and not just rely on totally on Ed, even though I love him. I think we've got to get somebody who is willing to, who sees the things and wants to make a difference. So that's all I have to say. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Wayne. Uh, yes, and your suggestion we have a backup plan is uh, is good. It's pro life. Uh, Go ahead, pro life. Yes. Um, you know, I used to in the '90s. I used to support Alan Keyes somewhat, and uh, he's never really clear about um, you know things like public education and things like that. He was actually trying to you know, become the Republican nominee. And uh, I'm a third-party guy, so, you know, I... But uh, then the Constitution Party rejected him when he wanted to be their candidate. I think it was in 2008. And then since, I've not heard anything from him. And... uh, But Alan Keyes, I think, could be a possibility. So I don't know what you think about that. He may, when he finds out that we're just on three, um, we only have three ballots that we'd have presidential candidates, he might just say, well, no, that's not enough. I don't want to do that. But I don't know. He might. Well, okay. Any discussion on that? I guess I could try to see if I could find him. Why don't you do that pro life and see if uh uh you know a lot happens between two thousand eight and two thousand sixteen yeah, so uh he may have changed uh changed his view you never know yeah well, I doubt if he changed his view i mean he's he's mr pro life and uh he's mr moral activist you know and uh so he's, he's he was always good on every issue that you'd hear him ever speak about, and he's such a great speaker. We'll just—I'll uh, just have to see if I can find him and talk to him and see what he's got. Okay. Very good. Well, this is Steve. Yes, sir. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was looking at Alan Key's information. Oh. He has a website called LoyalToLiberty.com. That's a that's a good a good title. Well, hey, I've never looked at that. I'll look at that. It's pro life. Very good. Thank you, Steve. Okay. Anything else on presidential? Uh, yes, this is Steve. Uh, I missed the name of the lady that Wayne was promoting that uh, he said Glenn Beck had hired? It's Kate Daly. Is our, uh, oh. She's our local 1450 Fox uh, lady who has her own uh, radio her radio program now. And Glenn must okay. have listened to her because he hired her to do the, the radio program, I think, what, twice a uh, uh, on Saturdays a month, but then somebody told me the other night he's going to give her a TV spot because he likes her. And if she can get Glenn convinced that there is such a thing as a conspiracy, she will be worth her weight in gold. 
Because <laughs> Glenn, Glenn does not believe anything. The government has any conspiracy. <laughs> so uh, that will be a neat place. That's a blind spot for him. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay, anything else on presidential? All right. We're going on to the bill committee. And, uh, Steve, have you told Ron about uh, what we do in the bill committee? No, I have not. Okay. Uh, Ron, what we've got, uh, and this is, uh, Kelly Knighting has set this up very beautifully. What a foundation. And we have a way of faxing all 3,500 of the sheriffs. And we do that once a month, and we we put in the constitutional interpretation of the issues that they are facing, or if there's uh, someone, some sheriff that has done an excellent job with, with some of the problems that they're facing, like the, uh, the female sheriff up in, I think, Illinois, who was hit with... Uh, uh, police brutality charges, and she just handled it beautifully when we sent that out. So uh, we also have uh, the email of uh, between 6,000 and 6,100 uh, uh, members of legislatures nationwide, and we send them uh, uh, one once or twice a month. Uh, they need to be trained in the Constitution, and we just send them little snippets of the Constitution so that um, they are uh, influenced gradually. Yeah. Uh, we then have uh, a coursework with the uh, Congress and, and the governors, and we have between seven and 8,000 uh, fax numbers of media outlets all across the nation, and we send them something constitutional every month. So that's uh, that's our bill committee. Uh, wow. And what we do, uh, we're looking for uh, suggestions for uh, what to send to these folks. Uh, of course, Article 5 convention, nullify Obamacare, that's, uh, that's still hot. Police mil- militarization. Uh, let's see, it was uh, Montana has passed a law, and the governor signed it against that. NSA and spying and whatever other suggestions we might have. Does anyone have a a hot button that we could uh, hear about? States' rights. Well, this is pro-life. States' rights. Yeah, pro-life thinks that... Come ahead. I'm I'm putting states' rights down. Go ahead. All right. Pro-life thinks that uh, maybe the most important thing this week is... um, Members of Congress need to be contacted and ask ask that uh, whoever they're supporting for speaker, have they asked that particular congressman, um, if articles of impeachment are brought up, will you allow them to come up for a vote? Whoa. That's, that's an interesting issue right now. I love it. Very interesting. I don't think Ryan would. I think, uh, let's see, Chavez and uh, who's the fellow from uh, Florida? Webster. Webster, yeah. thank you. Yeah, Daniel Webster. Uh, but uh, I think uh, Ryan is from Illinois, or no, not Illinois, probably Ohio. Uh, is, is the uh, 
Arnott even said that he wanted, wants to uh, be the speaker. There's, I saw a list of about five or six of them that are uh, playing with it, and uh-huh. uh, I didn't recognize any of them as being uh, champions for liberty, champions for the Constitution. But I've called, uh, I've called uh, our, my governor, I've called uh, our two congressmen in Idaho and the two senators, and I've asked that they all make public statements saying that uh, the next Speaker of the House needs to be open to impeachment and encourage him at impeachment. And uh, none of them will reply back to me. And they know me, too. <laughs> I've run against the governor three times now, and uh, I've run against one of the senators and one of the congressmen. They all know me real well. and But for some reason, um, the Republicans are they're destroying America because they could have brought, uh, even though they might not even be able to get it through the Senate and have the president removed, um, they could uh, they could be continually having impeachment charges brought up and show how that the president the president is uh, trashing the Constitution. And not only that, another thing that we need to always uh, talk about and be uh, aggressive about is that when a federal judge um, takes a case that's outside of his jurisdiction, then the Congress should uh, move to impeach that person. So I think when they vote in the United States Supreme Court, there might only be one or two or three of them at the most that ever say we're not going to take this case because it's out of our jurisdiction. So it's probably um, seven to two, six to three or something saying we're going to take any kind of case. And uh, those six judges or seven judges or whatever it is, they need to have impeachment charges brought against them, but nobody even talks about it. Because you take, like, uh, all criminal law is in the state's jurisdiction. It should never be appealed into a federal court. And that's been that's been a half a century before a federal judge ever said, listen, I can't hear that case. That's a, That can only go to your state Supreme Court. So I don't know. It's just we're so upside down and backwards, you know, that uh, we just need to educate people. But that's impeachment is something that, um, you know, if you asked uh, members of Congress, do you think that federal judges should be impeached? They'd say, oh, yeah, if they murdered somebody or they committed some kind of a crime. But they never uh, think that uh, constitutional jurisdiction is an impeachable offense. So when we have such a huge amount of uh, well, and people don't want to be educated on it because then they would be uh, people like us, people, uh, you know, that are going nowhere in the system. We're just making people accountable for heaven. So anyway, that's that's all I've got. Well, I, I, I can't agree with you that we're going nowhere, but... Uh... <laughs> no, we're going, lo- we're going, just so we're going somewhere with Jesus. That's all I care about. <laughs> Amen. Yep. Uh, I, I can tell you just my little say here. I talked to Mike Lee, and I probably said this before, but I asked him three questions, uh, and the first one was, Senator, how come you haven't done what you promised you would do when you were running for the Senate? And he knew exactly what he had promised, and so he answered it without me even asking him. He says, I can't impeach him. He says, the Senate cannot impeach the president. It has to come from Congress. And I says, Senator, didn't you teach the Constitution at BYU? And he looked at me and he says, 
Yeah, and I said, didn't you know that when you were telling us the lie? Anyway, that's where we are, folks. He he did he said it so he could get elected. He did not even he knew that he couldn't do it and that Congress had to do it. But I said, then why can't you force or have somebody else do it? A congressman. Well, they have to do it. See, they none of them want to take the responsibility of doing anything that's positive. That's unfortunately the way it is. So I don't know how you're going to get a congressman to do it when. Gentlemen, gentlemen, we 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 only discuss problems one time, and we stick to solutions after that. We otherwise we'll be here for hours or days. There are that many problems, so we understand. Okay, the solution is we all run for office and uh, teach the truth. That's one solution. Well, a lot of us have done that. Okay, anything else on bill committee? Uh, Louis Gomer? Yes. He uh, he was seriously looking at uh, running for speaker, and he would he's in favor of impeachment. Okay. Good. Has anybody, anybody talked to him? He's from Texas. Yeah, he's uh, he has uh, done some good work over the last year or so. Well, I'm going to call his office and encourage him to uh, put his name in for speaker. Good idea. Uh, on the positive side, uh, the, uh, the decision of Supreme Court decision on marriage. Oklahoma and Alabama are working on bills to nullify that decision in their states. When those bills are prepared, we're going to pick the best one, and we were going to send it to the other 48 states recommending that they do likewise. So we're working on a solution right there. I have two state representatives in Arkansas that would back that in Arkansas if we could get a copy of it. That would be uh, Josh Miller and uh, Representative John Payton. Excuse me, I've got a grandchild crying in the other room. Okay. Uh, anything else? When will that model legislation be ready? Oh, when will that? Uh, I'm sorry, I I didn't hear the question. Uh, as far as I know, I'm almost positive that both Alabama and Oklahoma are not in session at this time. That. Uh, but this is when the, the, the 90 days before the session starts in January is when the bills are prepared. We have not come up with anything uh, definitive on that yet. Well, in Arkansas, the uh, bills are pretty well. Most of the bills are, are set by June or July uh, preceding the January session. That's how, because wow. we are... We, this is a state that is pretty much 
controlled by Alec. You're familiar with Alec, right? <laughs> well, we we agree with Alec on a on a number of issues, but <laughs> not on the uh, constitutional convention issue. Right. So. They they uh they they're they're both friend and foe. Here here they are. Uh huh. Okay. Well. Uh, well, as soon as we find out which one has the best bill, we're going to uh, promote that and uh, contact uh, the Tenth Amendment Center and ask them to uh, do the same. So. All right. Anything else on bill committee? That uh, we we got a lot of good suggestions there. Thank you. Okay, the prayer committee, uh, Scott Bartlett uh, uh, was sent out in October. Uh, oh, Ron, <laughs> sorry. We have, a, what, we have what we call a prayer request that we send out nationwide. And we normally pick four issues. And uh, uh, we ask that uh, our people pray about these specific issues if if that's what they would like to do. You know, we're not forcing them to do anything. We can't. But uh, uh, last uh, uh, October, I'm going to go from memory, uh, one uh, of the prayer issues was on the uh, Supreme Court's decision on marriage that the states would be moved to uh, nullify that uh that one uh that uh, the media would be more open to the truth and projecting the truth that would be a miracle in and of itself uh, i can't remember what the second one was that was the third one and the fourth one was that uh the people of america bring their lives into order with the ten commandments and the uh the golden rule. So the, that that was October's uh, uh, prayer request, and so that goes out nationwide. Okay. All right. Uh, I, pray, I pray twice a day. So. I beg your pardon. I said I pray twice a day, <laughs> every day. Well, we'll 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 all try and follow your lead. Uh, are there any suggestions for November? Of as to what might be uh, uh, prayed for in uh, November. I know Scott uh, would appreciate any suggestions that we have. Okay. All right. Other business? Uh, we... Uh, we have no noon members except uh, Ron and uh, the Tea Party Toolkit that we are adapting for use with the Independent American Party. The second draft has been completed, and uh, Susie is uh, is handling that, and she will. Uh, she says she's going to come up with another draft. So uh, that is in process. Uh, the spokesman for the party videos, uh, Jeff Hymas from Wyoming, uh, 
I we want to get a video out on this uh, on this uh, Supreme Court decision on marriage, uh, and as soon as we get the uh, the bill that we're pr promoting, we'll we'll work on that. Uh, could you, uh, Steve? Send a email poll on uh, Jeff as the spokesman for our party videos, and recommend that they take a look before they vote. Take a look at uh, he has a series of eleven DVDs on the Constitution. Take a look at one of them, and that's uh, who we'll be having do uh, the. Uh, our videos if the executive committee approves that. Okay, we'll do. Thank you, sir. Uh, we had uh, again some problems uh, with uh, TalkShoe again tonight. We've had problems three weeks in a row. Three strikes, they're out. Uh, next well, week. Well, I noticed no one. No one scheduled the call, so I scheduled it when I got on. I thought Jared was doing that now. Yeah, well, Jared told me that he would schedule it, and that, uh, but there was a glitch somewhere. Well, no uh, one scheduled it. Was I got on, and it was like no one scheduled, and it was like one minute past, <laughs> and so I hurried and scheduled it. Well, you were and fast. I, and this so is then, Jared. I'm on, uh, and I apologize. Cool. I apologize. I was uh, I had a day off and was involved in a big project in my yard and completely lost track of the time. And I didn't realize until uh, 6:30 or half past the hour that what was happening. I think Will tried to call me, but I while did, I've sir. been on the call during the last half hour, I've scheduled the meetings all the way through January 7th. Wow, good job. <laughs> I apologize, but I tried to make up for it. <clears throat> well, now. We have on freeconferencecall.com, we have a number that we do not have to schedule. We can use it any time. And I propose that we switch our calls to that number. So we, we've we had these problems three three weeks in a row, and uh, that's sufficient. Uh, so I'm proposing that we uh, uh, move to... Uh, freeconferencecall.com, and we've got a number that uh, that is already prepared for us. Any any uh, discussion on that? And, can and we can uh, we can record that call as well, but we have to hit a certain number to do that each time. So. You answered my question. <laughs> okay. All right. If if there's no other uh, and no other discussion, uh, uh, I uh, when we send out the agenda for the next call, that will be the number that will be uh, that will be called. So you'll have to look at your agenda this time. Okay. Is there any other business we need to conduct? Hey, this is uh, Michael Flatus. Hello, um, Michael. I, I, uh, hello. I, uh, I apologize. I've been like technologically disadvantaged for quite some time, and 
haven't been able to really respond or or hear a lot of the calls, but I, I did hear you ask about the um, the event in Idaho, and I I wasn't at a point where I could respond at the moment, but I don't I I haven't been able to hear what's happening with that. Do we have a location? Uh, is Jared uh, Berend, uh the one who is uh, working on that? That's that's what I understood he was, but then I haven't heard anything for quite some time, so I didn't know where anything where things were at with that. But uh, uh, it seems like like with our last convention, the the, the biggest uh, hurdle we had was was having a location, and once we had the location, then things could fall into place. And if we don't have a location yet, that's that's going to be our same problem. But uh, I was going to suggest, um, well, if it's him, maybe I'll give him a call, but I was going to suggest the Rexburg Tabernacle. It seems like there's a, quite a few. Um, I, I hear talk, talk of people having several events at the Rexburg Tabernacle. I don't know anything about it. I haven't been there, but that that sounds like... Uh, the um, place for events. Well, that would uh, that would hold uh, <laughs> probably anywhere from three to eight hundred people. Is that what we're looking for, or do we need more? <laughs> <laughs> Michael, I like the way you think. <laughs> Because we're not going to get anybody if we don't have a have that uh, have a good plan and and uh, anyway. Michael, I propose you take leadership and just tell us what you're doing and go for it. Well, that's what I'll have to do. I like I said, I've just I've just been so out of the loop that I haven't, and I'm I'm not around. But I'm I'm trying to get to a point where I can. Um, get some things happening, and there's uh, somebody I know that's in Rexburg that's always having events and stuff, and I've been trying to get him on board with the the party, and, and I think I'm just going to quit doing that. I'm just going to tell him that uh, he's in charge, and uh, maybe then he'll be a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, but he uh, lives. Michael, we Go ahead. He's the guy that got uh, Ron Pauls in Idaho Falls when he was campaigning, and so he has some pretty good pull. He has some connections, and uh, so that's that's you know part of his. Now I can't even think of his name. My mind just went blank. But uh, yeah, anything I can do, I will will do, but it would be mostly delegating since I'm never around. <laughs> well, if you're a good delegator, that's a, that's a good manager. Uh, I, I might suggest you give uh, Patricia Kent a call. Uh, she's our events coordinator, and she may be able to give you some ideas or perhaps some help. Okay. Yeah, I would. 
I uh, I follow quite a bit of uh, talk and discussion that that does happen around southeast Idaho, and and uh, I know that there's a lot of people that would be open to the party and to take a look and see what what's happening with the party, and if we're if there's an event there, they'll good chance of being there, and uh, a lot of agriculture uh, folks there that I know and and uh, have connections with, and the good thing about the uh, the timing is the crops will be in and and uh, and they're looking for somewhere to go, something to do to occupy their time and. No. Well, good. Let me give you Patricia's uh, number. Do you have a okay. way of writing it? Yeah, give me one minute, and I'll grab a notebook here. I just happen to be stopped, and seems like every time we're on these calls, I'm, like, going and in and out of service. Okay, Patricia. Kent, K-E-N-T. Okay. 435-229. 229 7714 7714 Yes, and she is in Ogden right now on vacation, so now would be a good time to call her. Okay. She'll be there the rest of the week. Well, there's not much left, but. Okay. She I is. will see what I, I can do. Okay, sir. Very good. Well, thank you for coming in, Michael. That's that's excellent. All right. Yeah, hopefully I can... I did get a, a more technologically advanced phone again. <laughs> <laughs> my other one... The problem was is my phone that I... Uh, I had a really good phone when I uh, started with, out with the uh, party and was able to do a lot on it and then crack the screen on it and then I was with one that had a smaller screen and then it started having battery problems and I could only be on the phone for about 10 minutes at a time per charge. So okay. I, I hope to uh, awaken and get a little more involved again. Very good, sir. And we uh, we will look forward to that. Okay. All right. Is there any any other business we have to transact before we listen to Ron Paul? Okay. Who's who's going to connect us with Ron? I'll I'll give him on. Thank you, sir. Yes. Ron Paul with your weekly update for Monday, October 12th. Following the recent Oregon school shooting, many politicians rushed to the microphones to call for new gun control laws. President Obama even called on gun control supporters to politicize the shootings while some members of Congress worked to establish a special commission on gun violence. The reaction to the shooting stands in stark contrast to the reaction to the U.S. military's bombing of an Afghanistan hospital run by the International Humanitarian and Nobel Peace Prize winning group Doctors Without Border. 
Our Nobel Peace Prize winning president did apologize to his fellow Nobel laureates for the bombing. However, President Obama has not politicized this tragedy by using it to justify ending military involvement in Afghanistan. No one in Congress is pushing for a special commission to examine the human cost of U.S. militarism, and the mainstream media has largely ignored Doctors Without Borders' accusation that the bombing constitutes a war crime. The reason for the different reaction to these two events is that politicians prefer to focus on events that can politicize and increase in government power. In contrast, politicians ignore incidents that raise uncomfortable questions about U.S. foreign policy. If the political and media elites were really interested in preventing future mass shootings, they would repeal the federal gun-free school laws, for example. By letting shooters know that their intended victims are defenseless, the Gun-Free Schools Act turns school children into easy targets. But even some who oppose gun control are using the shootings to justify expanding federal power instead of trying to repeal unconstitutional law. Some opponents of new gun control laws say Congress should expand the federal role in identifying, tracking, and treating those with mental health problems. This ignores the fact that many shooters were using psychotropic drugs prescribed by a mental health professional when they committed the horrible crime. While other political and media elites are eager to debate how much liberty people must sacrifice for safety, they are desperate to avoid debating the morality of our foreign policy. To admit that the U.S. military sometimes commits immoral acts is to admit that the U.S. government is not an unalloyed force for good. Even many proponents of our recent wars support using the U.S. military for humanitarian purposes. They thus are as reluctant as the neoconservatives to question the fundamental goodness of U.S. foreign policy. Anyone who raises constitutional or moral questions to the U.S. use of drones, bombs, indefinite detention, and torture risk being attacked as anti-American and soft on terrorism. The smear of terrorist apologists is also hurled at those who dare suggest that it is our interventionist foreign policy, not a hatred of freedom, that causes people in other countries to dislike the United States. But what is a more logical explanation is for why someone would resent America is a family member being killed in a drone attack launched by the U.S. military than rage over our abundance of liberty. Clearly, politicians will never stop expanding government and give us back our liberties unless and until the people demand it. Thanks for calling this update. A new update is placed on this number, 888-322-1414, every Sunday. The written text can be found on my Ron Paul Institute website at www.ronpaulinstitute.org and on my Facebook page. Thanks for calling. Thank you, Kelly. Yeah, to repeat you. the announcement, press 1. <laughs> to repeat the announcement, press 1. To repeat the announcement, press 1. Don't press 1. <laughs> anyway. All right, if, is there any uh, any other business we have? Uh, I have a question. This is Ron. Uh, who who do I uh, interface with for uh, administrative questions? Uh, we'll forward. interface with Steve Pancras. 
Okay. And uh, I think you have his number. I hope you do. And uh, yeah, he's a good man. Been doing a great job. And we're going to ask Steve to give us our benediction. All right. And thank you all. The Lord bless each one of us and our families. Thank you for being on the call. Thank you, Will. Our Heavenly Father, we're grateful that we have been blessed with an understanding heart of the Constitution and how it was created by thy inspiration to very good men, our founding fathers. We're grateful that we're engaged in this battle to preserve the principles of our Constitution, and we're grateful for the blessings that we have been given. We're grateful to have Ron Bartles uh, join us this evening and grateful for his participation. We're grateful for our leadership in this party through Will Christensen and Kelly and Wayne and Nyla and others. We are grateful for our country and we are concerned about our political leaders and the choices that they're making. And we'll thou bless them, Father, to awaken to the truth and stand up and defend the principles of the Constitution. Please bless us to support and strengthen them, educate them, and let that bless the citizens of this country that they and we might be able to keep the commandments and be worthy of thy spirit and blessings and be able to um, understand the Constitution and the roles that we play in uh, talking with our legislators both on the state and the federal level. We pray for thy blessings now. Thou would watch over us and guide us and help us to influence others and to do what is right. And we ask this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Amen.